All right. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. American financing. America needs more companies like American financing. One that has family values. This is a family business started by a family, has the same kind of values, been in business now 20 years. Um, they really try. I just talked to them this week. They really try to do the right thing for you. Um, and, you know, I was just talking to him about, hey, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, you guys are good and that the customers are good. And they're like, yeah, Glenn, the customers uh, are just they need breathing room. And I said, how are you guys dealing with that? And they're like, we will not put them into something that they're going to regret. We just won't do it. Thank God. Right now, uh, credit card debt, you're going to pay higher prices. The Fed chair just told uh, the, uh, the crew at Jackson Hole that they are going to continue to raise rates. Please, please get those high interest credit cards off your back. Or if you're thinking about buying a house, do it now. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is next. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. There is a ton to talk about. Uh, the Fed Chair Jerome Powell just uh, told uh, the attendees at the Jackson Hole financial meetings something that none of them wanted to hear. That's why the stock market uh, has uh, taken a nosedive here just in the last few minutes. He said, uh, sorry, but we are going to continue to raise rates until we know it's under control. And Biden's new plan is uh, the biggest, most expensive executive order ever written. They're now saying that it could be as high as $1 trillion. That is going to push inflation crazy. Washington has gone insane and you're paying the price for it also the fbi completely out of control we have new information now that is pretty shocking the fbi and ashley biden's diary hunter biden and their collusion with uh, facebook and others trying to cover that up and telling their fbi agents you're not going to look into that uh and so much more Bill O'Reilly joins us with comments on all of it. The biggest stories of the week in 60 seconds. You know the values you want your kids to, that you raise them with these values and you want them to believe in those values. Well, it is important that they are not brainwashed out of them. Honestly, I don't know why anybody will send their kids to college anymore. I really don't. I mean, if they want to be a doctor, fine. But this is getting out of control. You don't get your kid back. 
they um, you know that our kids are being indoctrinated and it's happening all over the country I've got four stories just about local schools one in Denver uh, one in Virginia one in Texas and one in in Salt Lake City I mean if it's happening there it's happening everywhere gang Tuttle Twins now has eight different book bundles for kids of different ages. Every bundle is on sale this week and only this week. That means today is the last day. They've sold over four million copies to parents just like you because it'll help kids fight wokeness with knowledge. Knowledge is power. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get your kids these bundles. Great discount happening today only. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Cheese, where do you want to start the biggest story of the week? Well, you know, I want to start in a more general capacity because um, you have uh, the midterm elections, which could put an end to some of the madness. And so the progressive left, which has made unbelievable strides under Biden, knows that. And now they're working in conjunction with the media to put out these phony polls that show the Biden administration surging in popularity and the Democrats in the generic ballot um, beating the Republicans and all of this. It's not true, but it could have uh, an effect if it's not countered by people like you and me. Um, because we live in a country where half of the voters don't know anything. And I'm not being supercilious, Beck, arrogant. I'm, I'm not. It's just a fact. They live in a world of their own, um, a world they create out of cyberspace. They don't pay attention. Correct. They don't understand the big picture. They don't understand anything other than gas costs me more and so does bread. Mm-hmm. But that's all they understand. And, and so they're subject to unbelievable propaganda. But if Americans and, and I'm the Republican Party don't start to really up the urgency of this. Well, that okay. part of this is because of Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell has been right. heard to say that all we're going to do is just keep pointing out how bad the Democrats are. That way we won't lose anybody. Are you out of your mind? Mitch, I don't <laughs> know what Mitch McConnell says. I don't care what he says. Um, there isn't a central force in the Republican Party now at all. And really, there isn't in the Democratic Party either, because Biden's not in control of his situation. But the Democratic machine allied with the media out of K Street in Washington, um, where these political action committees um, operate, uh, they are well organized and the Republicans aren't. So there isn't this urgency of message. I mean, when you get a poll in Los Angeles that shows that a progressive left Correct. is well out in front of a guy who says, look, I'm going to clean up the town. And you just look at and that poll is probably accurate. And, and you say to the people in Los Angeles, OK, if this is what you want, this is what you got. You better get a gate and you better get a gun or security guards because yeah. this is totally out of control. And you're voting for it. You're voting for more of it. So that's the big story. I mean, it, it comes a point in history, and you know that I am the history guy, where a, a citizenry has to make a decision, a collective decision. Correct. And, and to you and me, it's so clear, right? It's so clear. There isn't two sides to the story, like there might have been with a Bill Clinton or even a Barack Obama. There aren't two sides to the story. This is a massive government takeover of... 
everything in this country to diminish your personal freedom. That's what this loan thing's all about. I know. But if the government wants to run education pre-K to postgraduate. They want to run it all. So they can indoctrinate, just like you did with the Tuttle Twins ad, the students from cradle to when they're out. Yeah. This is a massive step toward that. We will pay if you go along with us, if you agree with us, we'll pay for a lot of your education. They want to run personal protection, Second Amendment. They don't want you to have personal protection. This is the federal government. But most of all, they want to run the economy to tell you, the American citizen, what you can and can't have. This is all tied in to the progressive vision. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I mock most conspiracies. But you can see how this has happened in the past to other countries and how it is now being attempted in the United States. Yeah, I, I've never really liked this the most important election of our lifetime because I've heard it my whole life. This is... This could be the last midterm election under the United States of America as we know it. Um, The Constitution by 2024 could be gone if there's no speed bump in Congress. We've got to stop this. The the executive orders, Bill, I've I've always been uh, against executive orders when they are just they're, they're, I mean, we're writing, we're not legislating anything anymore. And I don't like executive orders. Now, I think executive orders have to be stopped. They just have to be stopped because we are in a dictatorship. When a president can do what he's trying to do, that's a dictatorship. But you're not going to stop it unless you have a Republican president Correct. elected in 24. Correct. There's no, there's no mechanism to stop it. To the founding fathers, they they wanted a certain type of government, but they realized, all of them, in their personal letters and papers, that this might not happen. Okay, let me me go to talking about personal papers. The um, redacted version of the Mar-a-Lago search warrant affidavit is supposed to be made uh, public. Now, redacted, are we just going to see a bunch of pages with nothing but black bars over it? Yeah, I mean, look, what you can expect to see is a generalized rationale for the search. You're not going to get any names. You're not going to know what the person told the grand jury that Trump took. You're not going to know any of that. I don't even think you'll get specific documents that they were looking for. I don't think well, you're going to get that. Then there's nothing here. Then that's a nothing. Right. Burger. Look, there's nothing in this whole thing. I know. For me. All right, this is just another example of a government trying to destroy an individual, in this case, Donald Trump. So the government, the the Biden administration is trying to destroy the man because they know that he still has um, a massive amount of support. And the Republicans who hate him are siding with the Democrats, which is really, look, I know Trump better than anybody knows him, and I understand the eccentricities of the man mm-hmm. and that he did do damage to himself and the country mm-hmm. by being immature and undisciplined. And I told it to him more times than you can even imagine. But he governed the country well. He did. And that is not in dispute. 
if you look at the border, if you look at the economic it, deals that he made. Again, it can't be done by executive order. It ha- I no, mean, we wouldn't be having this problem if, it, if we would have had Republicans with a spine. Um, let me switch uh, topics here. The FBI is losing credibility so rapidly. Um, we have now the FBI, not only with the Mar-a-Lago thing, but we also have FBI agents, whistleblowers at the highest levels, according to Grassley, saying that the FBI was ordered not to talk about Hunter Biden. It was they were ordered not to look at any of that. Um, the um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan and he talked about how the FBI came to him and said, you know, there's going to be some Russian disinformation coming out. You know, don't don't run with it. So we have that. Plus, we also have the story that the people who stole Ashley Biden's uh, diary, which I'm all for them being arrested, they stole her diary. But this has really damning information in that uh, in that diary. They arrested those two people, but nobody's looking into the Hunter Biden thing. No arrests have been made on this at all. What is okay. the game plan of the FBI? It doesn't really matter, does it, Beck? So when, and I do believe this will happen, the House becomes Republican in November. And when that happens, and they're all sworn in in January, the first thing the Republicans will do is hold hearings on the FBI. And then these whistleblowers will come in, and they'll say what they are going to say under oath, and that will be the end of the FBI's reign of power, okay? Because it'll then be destroyed and charges, actual charges, might come from that. That's number one. But I, I have to That's- tell you, Bill, I'm concerned that I think we're a, a country, the United States of blackmail. They have been monitoring these congressmen and everything else. And, you know, these congressmen are not the best moral character, are you sure that the the intelligence yes, agencies sure and, you know, look at I'm the power sure. that that the FBI had under Hoover? Yeah, I mean, I know it because I wrote Killing the Mob and everything is in there about it, but it's that different age now. So that's the FBI. But here's the worst FBI thing. You ready for the worst, Beck? Sure. They didn't even look into who leaked the uh, Alito memo. Do you know that for sure? Yeah, because if they had, they would have made an arrest. There are only maybe 20 people. I know. Possible. I know. And probably out of those 20 over maybe six or seven. But doesn't that, but doesn't that also fall to John Roberts because they do have their, their own, at least security force that can hire out uh, to investigate? I guess. I I don't know. Uh, But I do know that if Trump were president and this happened, you would have had an arrest already. Yeah, you would have. Okay. So when you see something that simple, all right, that blatant, that you have a person inside the Supreme Court, there's not a lot of them, all right? And they can't find that person who leaked that memo in a historical fashion, which makes us a banana republic if we can't even keep secrets at the Supreme Court level. 
we're a banana republic. And so it is a terrible thing, but there is a resolution to this if the House goes Republican. All right, back with more Bill O'Reilly here in just a second. If you're a sensible person, which I know you are, you know that you're never more than a single disaster away from losing the things that are precious to you. You wake up in the middle of the night to a house fire. What do you do? I mean, this just happened to a neighbor of mine. They had a house fire and lost everything. They had sprinklers in the house, okay, and they thought that was going to save them. Well, it stopped the fire, but it destroyed everything in the house, including the house. Um, they, you know, taking pictures out that are just now garbage. Once things are destroyed, they are gone. Now you don't have to have a a fire in your house. Um, just time destroys many of our photos. If you have videotapes or anything like that, man, they're, they're going to be gone soon. Those tapes are only meant to last about 10 years. Everything from my childhood to my kid's childhood is on films and tapes and photographs preserve them now we've done this in our family and it is the best don't wait until it's too late legacybox.com vanity is the web address to get a new discount right now it's an amazing discount you can order to claim this special right now send in your items when you're ready but just get the box now legacybox.com vanity legacybox.com vanity 10 seconds station id Bill O'Reilly, a guy who knows how inflation works, uh, too many dollars chasing too few goods. Um, so you want to the the uh, the economy is overheating. We got to slow down the economy. How do you do that? You make sure that people don't have the money to spend. What Joe Biden did uh, with this uh, with this bailout of people's student loans is absolutely incredible, Bill. Talk to me a little bit about the fallout of this. What you think, if it's going to stand, Nancy Pelosi flip-flopping, and what it's going to do to the economy. Well, I can't predict the economy. Nobody can. We still have a big consumer engine here in this country. People are out. I was at Yankee Stadium for the Mets-Yanks on Tuesday. 50,000 people there spending money and buying, you know, $8 hot dogs. So I can't predict the economy. Um, the loan forgiveness thing uh, will be uh, obliterated if there is a Republican president in 2024. Uh, that will go. It's a 10-year uh, expenditure. I estimate the expenditure, if the Democrats continue to hold power, to be at about $700 billion. Uh, the country cannot afford, obviously, to keep running up this kind of debt. Biden's not going to stop. The only reason they do this is to buy votes anyway. Most of the money is wasted. It's so complex. Uh, people don't understand who's going to get the loan, how it's tied into the Department of Labor. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So, but wait, 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 wait. Do you, 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 you say that this is going to has to wait till the next president. Do you not think yeah, this is going to go to the Supreme Obito. Court? Uh, now nah, we'll get there. Uh, Biden will veto any attempt to rein it in. Um, so, but you know, it's only really two years away now. Um, the, this is how fast time goes. I want to tell your audience, Beck, because I know you're very smart and big audience around the world. A couple of things. 
Um, I did an interview with Newt Gingrich this week on BillOReilly.com. Everybody should watch that interview. The way I interview these people is totally different than anybody else, and you know that. Yeah. Um, and I got a lot of micro information about really what's happening because Gingrich, he went through this. All right, the whole thing. Yep. Um, in the contract for America and all that. So if you really want an astute analysis and, and get away from the propaganda you see on television and newspaper news, watch that. The second thing is that people are getting hopeless now, and I shouldn't. So, th- yes, there are states like mine, New York and California and Illinois, almost irredeemable at this point. But also states like Florida and Texas and other places that are wising up that are saying, you know, we want our freedom. We want to hold on to our personal freedom. I mean, people in California and New York, I'm shocked. They, they don't seem to respect their own personal freedom. They want a government to tell them what they can and can't do every single facet of life. I've never seen anything like this, ever. Why do you want to sacrifice your personal autonomy to an incompetent boob like Joe Biden? Why would you ever want to give Nancy Pelosi power over you or Donald Trump or any other politician? You know, you've got to fight for your independence. And we're not there because that message is being suppressed. Well, that message also, you know, Newt Gingrich had the contract for America. I have been ringing the bell in Congress and Senate for a year. Contract for America. How about a new one? They have to do it. And they won't do it. It's not going to happen this time around because there's no central leadership like Gingrich brought to the House. Well, then Kevin McCarthy should definitely not be the guy in the House. He should definitely not. If he can't get that done, then he should definitely not be the leader of the House. Period. Whatever. I don't follow that very closely because i don't i know the games that are played yeah yeah i want the american people to wise up to see what is happening in a non-paranoiac way and to discuss it with their children their families their friends and say you know this is bad this is way worse than you think it is when the powerful corporate media allies with the progressive left as it has his trouble. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Uh, if you watched his uh, his no spin zone for years, he's still doing no spin news every night. BillOReilly.com. Clifton wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, "Thanks to Relief Factor, I'm now 95% pain free and I feel amazing. Uh, I'm going to continue taking Relief Factor as long as it continues to work for me." Clifton. That's the right kind of thinking. I mean, look, you try it, and if it works, take it. If you try it, and and you know what I like about Relief Factor is they're honest with you. Look, it works, you know, 70% of the time for 70% of the people. It's not going to work for everybody. I like that. And I like the fact that they say, look, three weeks. Take it as directed for three weeks. If it's not working within three weeks, odds are it's not going to work. I like that. Because, you know, if you're in pain and this will get rid of it and then you can get off it, great. If not, I don't really care. It's all natural. 
It's a three-week quick start developed for youth. $19.95, a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You can subscribe with the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. And don't forget to subscribe to BillOReilly.com as well. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Michael Malice, the author of The Anarchist uh, Handbook and the host of your welcome podcast that you just don't want to miss, michaelmalice.com. Welcome, Michael, to the program. How are you? I'm great. I just got back from Honduras where I got my genetics altered. <laughs> really? Yeah, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. How, 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 how's it working out for you? Uh, well, apparently the tiny genitals, uh, I'll be ascribing that to the treatment. Okay. All right. So correlation is causation in this case. Okay. All right. <laughs> Michael, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, uh, you are welcome. Uh, yeah. I'd, <laughs> I would like to, uh, uh, I'd, I'd like to, uh, ask you about a couple of things. Yeah. You've got me scattered. Uh, Am I the only person who leaves you at a loss for words? At, yeah, at usually. Yeah, usually. <laughs> um, I uh, I want to ask you about, first of all, the loan forgiveness yeah. and your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think it's really regressive. I think there's a big missed opportunity by conservatives because as uh, the Democratic Party has shifted from historically uh, advocating at, at the very least for being the party of the poor and has now become in many ways the party of the universities, the media system, and other individuals who are the most privileged people in our society, this is money on the table for the Republican Party to you know, go for those uh, votes from poor people in the same way that Reagan uh, targeted labor unions uh, who regarded themselves in many ways have been left behind by the Democrats. This, this loan forgiveness, if there's any, I think you and I would even agree on this, if there's any group of people that I would want to have some kind of loan forgiveness, it's the poorest of the poor who have uh, very poor credit and have high credit card rates, right? So that's the kind of thing where you can never pay it off, and then you're in this kind of cycle of poverty. Uh, and obviously, at a certain point, not getting credit cards at all. But instead of that, there's no group, none, where there's a better correlation between your position and your privilege in terms of your likelihood of getting jobs, getting married, getting loans, than college graduates. So to target them and have those loans be, in effect, paid for by everybody else is really... Uh, egregious uh, and it's brazen. I mean, to, I'm going to sound like Glenn Beck, but this is what the founding fathers are worried about, that you're just going to have one group use the mechanism of government to basically loot the treasury and pay themselves on behalf of other groups. Yeah, they uh, actually, saw, they actually weren't concerned about it. They said it would be the end of the republic once you had a party start doing that. Well, it, this isn't the party started it. This has been going on for a while. Uh, you know, the the Wall Street bailouts, I, I think the yes. leftists were completely correct that this is Main Street paying for Wall Street and then things like this. Uh, and it, it's, it's you know, the I don't know if you saw this, I'm sure you have, uh, the Biden um, Twitter account, which is obviously not being run by uh, uh, Sleepy Joe, you know, was going after Republican Congress people who had their quote unquote loans paid off as a result of the COVID stuff. But those were always handouts meant to be 
we're paying you off to keep people on staff. There wasn't really this attempt to think that they're going to get paid back. Whereas with student loans, you are in very well positioned to pay off those student loans. You have that degree, which unfortunately still means a lot in our culture and in our business uh, outlets. So I think it's very unfortunate. I think it's shameless. I do like the shamelessness. Um, but I think the Democrats are freaking out as the midterms are coming and they're just going to loot the public um, till as much as they can. And in one level, I don't really blame them. But do you, on what level is that? Meaning their only interest is holding and maintaining power and they're doing something that's going to, in their mind, do this. Yeah, okay. Um, don't you think they're also turning off a lot of blue-collar Democrats, people who have just... You know, they're working hard. I mean, this is this is so beyond partisan. This is wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm working hard. I'm paying taxes. This guy got a graduate degree and I'm paying for that. I mean, I'm outraged. I didn't have the money to go to school when I was 18. My parents didn't have the money to go to school. There's no way we could have gotten a loan for it. My dad told me I can't give you a loan on anything. I can't co-sign on anything because I'm just at the edge myself. So at 30 years old, I get accepted to a university. I go, but my first day of college was the first day of my divorce. My wife and I decided to get a divorce. I couldn't afford it anymore. And now I'm paying for somebody else? Yeah, I, I hope conservatives are coming to realize what I've been saying for close to a decade, which is as much as you guys hate Nancy Pelosi and the congressional Democrats and Joe Biden, the corporate press is an order of magnitude more malevolent than them. And the universities are an order of magnitude more malevolent than them. They make Pelosi seem like, you know, Donald Trump. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's, it's just pure they evil do. and depravity. And they have for over a century understood it is their job to take young uh wide-eyed, intellectually curious co-eds and turn them into the shock troops for the progressive militia. And I hope desperately that there is some um, measure of seriousness, probably not within the the hopeless Republican Party, to understand the nature of the problem and to start looking at solutions such as, for example, seizing their endowments and redistributing that money as reparations. That would be my personal uh, preference. In what part of the Constitution do you find that? Uh, the same part of the Constitution, I find everything else the federal government's doing in the penumbra. <laughs> okay, two wrongs don't make General a right. Clause. But I appreciate your spirit on that. I would love to see there, there shouldn't be a federal dime going to any university. None. None. Zero. My, Zilch. My favorite part is how they keep saying, they, you know, they did this in the speech Biden the other day. He's like, oh, these, it's, the big problem is these for-profit universities. Because, you know, uh, these places with billion-dollar endowments, multi-billion-dollar endowments are not for – they're just for the common good. They're, that's not profit. That's not them floating their own boat there. That's, we're worried about the University of Phoenix. That's the real enemy. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and this is how the swamp gets created, you know, because basically people – these elites go to school together. They know each other. It's really hard to wage some sort of cultural war against someone who, you know, was your dorm mate. Uh, you start seeing each other as basically colleagues, mm. and yeah, you fight in front of the cameras, but behind the scenes, you know, it's like Lindsey Graham fist bumping uh, Kamala Harris when she was a senator. It, it's all for show because they know their loyalty to, is to one another at the expense of the rest of America. 
So I want to ask you about the FBI, but I'm up against a break, and I thought I would break early because I don't want to stop you once I ask you any question about federal law enforcement. (laughs) I bet you have a lot to say. And I want to start with uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Facebook, where he says, yeah, the FBI came, and so we we, uh, fact-checked the uh, Hunter Biden story. like to know about that. Uh, your feelings on how they are discrediting themselves every day. It seems to get worse with whistleblowers. Thank God. Uh, And the Ashley Biden diary. Yeah. We'll talk to you about that coming up in just a minute. Stand by Mike Lindell, best known for his my pillow, the pillow that started it all. But he also has a ton of other amazing sleep products that you're going to love. Mike is launching a brand new all season slipper and slides and sandals for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. Now, I just this has been bothering me all week. And I just want to say you don't have such a thing as an all season sandal. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to put a sandal on if it's snowing. Anyway, um, you can go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BECK. It's for a limited time. You'll get these as low as $29.98. They're made to be worn all year long with four-layer design that'll keep your feet comfortable. And they have breathable fabric. Plus, Mike's patented impact gel makes them super comfortable. So, you want to be comfortable? Uh, you want to be able to wear your slippers anywhere and people not know their slippers yet. Yeah, they are wicked comfortable. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Use the promo code back to receive this incredible limited time offer. They come with a one year warranty, 60 day money back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com promo code back. MyPillow.com promo code back 800-966-3117. The Glenn Beck Program. I have to tell you, I've got a rant on Texas coming up in a minute. Uh, in fact, I'm going to reach out to the West Virginia treasurer, uh, see if he'll come on here in a few minutes. Um, because Texas, Texas, I think, is uh, they're being worthless uh, on a lot of things. They're just not being Texans when it comes to ESG. They they got rid of BlackRock, but they didn't go anywhere else. They didn't go on the S and the G, and they also didn't take on the banks. Uh, which I think is very damaging for the country because people follow Texas, or at least used to. Now maybe everybody's following Florida. Who would have guessed that? Michael Malice is uh, with us. Uh, He's the author of The Anarchist Handbook and host of You're Welcome, the uh, podcast. Michael, you were born in a communist country behind the Iron Curtain. Your dad got out. Your family got out. Um, And so you know what... A Stasi or KGB is is like or your family does and you have great distrust for the police and we're finding out that you were probably exactly right to have that distrust tell me what your thoughts are this week on what's happening to the FBI well this is one of those moments where I'm not going to take a victory lap yeah I know. because when people say things like this I always say and it's very true I wish I was wrong Um, I think this, and I, I really want to get this through to people listening, this delusion they have that this is the democratic party who created this monster is completely incorrect and completely ahistorical. The Patriot Act is a great example of the grotesque 
gr- uh, growth of the surveillance state yes. at the expense of people's privacies and, and freedoms. It is always done in the name of some valiant effort fighting terrorism, sure. keeping us safe. It's never done, we want to oppress you. It's just, hey, you know, with the lockdowns, we, you don't want to kill grandma, do you? Meanwhile, the people who are literally killing grandma have absolutely no consequences. Gretchen Wimmer's probably going to get reelected. Gavin Newsom's going to get reelected. And he defeated a recall. Uh, I, I just hope that people appreciate, you know, th- there's this line I've said before in the show how a uh, a liberal, a conservative is a liberal who's been arrested, and a, a, a conservative is a liberal who's been mugged, and a liberal is a conservative who's been arrested. The, the law is what those who in power say it is. So they will always be able to find some excuse to arrest, and then you are in a position to have to try to prove yourself innocent. It's not as easy as people think it is. They think if you just get in court or you just talk to the authorities and you say your truth, they're yeah. going to let you off. No. It's like an audit, right? But, but like t- on steroids, an audit is if they want to get you, they will find something. Mm-hmm. So if they want to get you for some legality, you know, and you're a target, God help you uh, is what I want to say. So, but I see no movement politically to rein back law enforcement. I, I mean, DeSantis is tripping over himself, talking about how he backs the blue. Uh, you see this again. I just had Carrie Lake on my show a few weeks ago, a gubernatorial candidate for Arizona. She loves the police. It's like, who do you think is going to be taking your guns away? Who do you think is going to be arresting your kids for not wearing a mask? It's not going to be Nancy Pelosi. It's not going to be Mitch McConnell. It's going to be the boys in blue. And the federal agents are a whole other uh, organization because there are very few things that are federal crimes. And when there are federal crimes, it's very often political crimes. And political crimes just mean you upset the wrong person. It is... um it's amazing how they're exposing themselves. I mean, they expose themselves with Hoover, but Hoover got to a point where he had information on everybody. And I just said to Bill O'Reilly, uh, who I think may have had an aneurysm today on a couple of things, because he did it, to me, it was like, no, that's quite obviously um, wishful thinking. But uh, he said he didn't think that they had, you know, all that stuff like they had on Hoover. They have more than that. And I know for a fact that they are monitoring the phones and emails of Congress. And you want to change this? Are you kidding me? Hoover lasted 50 years in the job because he had information on everybody. Hoover got his start by deporting Emma Goldman and Alexander Berkman under Woodrow Wilson's administration. Correct. So, and and we know that they tape all our phones and, and record all our phone calls. I mean, the, the these kind of piggybacking warrants and all these things like that, all that stuff is known. So God help us what isn't known. And frankly, you know, we saw all the things going on in Guantanamo Bay and whatever you think of those prisoners there, I would remind the listeners, we are in a situation where the president of the United States and many officials are explicitly referring to their political foes as terrorists. Now, it's one thing to say this rhetorically, but when you brand a population as terrorists in a legal sense, that gives the federal government all sorts of opportunities to create massive carnage against those who are its opponents. And again, uh, it was Merrick Garland who was referring to parents complaining about what their kids were learning in school as potential terrorists. I would remind people this was not that long ago. This was like last year. The things that, uh, and I just did a show on this uh, Wednesday, the things that will get you labeled a terrorist literally are a fast uh, hold to the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. 
wait, that makes me a terrorist that I say we should enforce those laws and I believe in them? What are you, how, what? Well, it, well, it kind of does from my perspective, but that's a whole separate issue. <laughs> For a totally different reason. Totally different Look at the Whiskey Rebellion. I mean, come on, that, that wasn't exactly peaceful protesting. I've kind of let that go. <laughs> kind of let the Whiskey Rebellion go, you know? But, I, I mean, we, it, we, but. Ha- we have to laugh, but at the same time, uh, I, I, what's different is that this th- kind of stuff 30 years ago would have been not really news, but the fact that there are so many new independent news outlets, it allows people to shine a lantern on what is going on. And it is, and ha- yes. Ha- having people discuss and be like, wait a minute, this is does not pass the sniff test at all. But it, we have about a minute left. How much time? About a minute left with what Facebook uh, said yesterday uh, about the FBI coming in and saying, you know, this is all Russian propaganda and uh, it's going to be released soon, so don't run it. Uh, they are over and over again showing us that the FBI is colluding with the press. So people still get uh, their information from these big, huge uh, corporate uh, uh, sites. Uh, and thank God for the ind- independent broadcaster. But, but, but is it enough? But, but Glenn, I'm surprised, and I don't have an answer for this, that Mark Zuckerberg felt comfortable discussing this so publicly and explicitly me. without fear of repercussions. Something else is going uh, on there. That's the yes, question for me. Yes, 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 Michael. Felt exactly the same way. Why is he saying this? Why now? What's happening behind the scenes? Thank you so much. Michael Malice, Take care. the host of the podcast, You're Welcome. He'll make you think, and that is important. I'd rather listen to somebody who makes me think than somebody I agree with on everything. The Glenn Beck Program.